welcome back, welcome back to the podcast Made in 97 and do you know what, today we've got a special guest and we're going to allow him to introduce himself. <laughs> Hi guys, what's up, um, welcome to Made in 97, my name is Isaac and Isaac is uh, a mutual friend of ours but I've known him, me Yemi, known him uh, since I was about 14, 15. Unfortunately. Wow. Wow. <laughs> the shade. The shade. It's all right. But um, yeah, and then we lost contact for a few years. And then coincidentally, when I started dating my husband, um, my husband was actually friends with him. And then we kind of, um, yeah, picked Reunited. Up Reunited. Yeah. Small world. I learned that today, actually. I didn't know you knew him before you met. Oh, yeah. We've done yeah, him before. Yeah, through church. Yes, through church. I didn't know that, and you know. We, I learned something today. We, like, like you said, we, we lost contact. And, you know, it goes, my guy's telling me, I'll get married. You know, come and get, you know, your materials and whatnot. And I get there and guess who pops up the car. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it was interesting. Very interesting. And then they started arguing. What? Yeah, over who's going to buy, or what material I'm going to buy. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, because obviously we had the male side and the female side, and he, he didn't fancy wearing purple. No, <laughs> no. Mm-mm. So he jumped really on weak. the male side. He did. But I was like, but you've known me longer. I'm still offended, but it's all right. I can let go now. It was many years ago. Many, many If you like, ago. do let go. <laughs> But um, guys, last week we touched on um, red flags, red flags in a relationship, Mm -hmm. signs to pick up on, but we noticed we only spoke about it from a female's perspective. Well, we could have only. Yeah, true, (laughs) true. Fair enough. Because we are females after all, I promise. Right, we can't show you anything on here. (laughs) (laughs) Because you worry worry me sometimes. (laughs) Wow, wow. Don't let me regret you being here. <laughs> Too late. I'm here. What are you going to do? Actually, no way. You can delete my voice. <laughs> but uh, we thought it would be helpful and quite interesting to have a male perspective mm-hmm. and also coming from a, a man that has a story to tell, a man that has had a certain experience that you know a lot of people a lot of men probably wouldn't speak about and yeah we thought it'd be interesting and quite good to um get his perspective on you know red flags in a relationship um that a man can look out for and what he's been through in his relationships as well so yeah so like one of the things that we mentioned last week was financial mm-hmm. issues during the dating period and how you see a man and what he does with his money, um, him being employed, him needing a J-O-B. Mm-hmm. Rena was very, very vocal on that hmm. side of it. <laughs> you know, absolutely. And I believe, um, especially coming from an African background, you're raised to, you know, be a man in, in that aspect when it comes to being able to provide for your family, being able to provide for your partner. And being able to, you know, just stand on your own feet as, you know, as a man. Um, But then at the end of the day, it's like, especially within the African culture, 
within the African community, there's this, you know, a man must always be a man. Mm, mm. Regardless of whatever you're doing, regardless of whatever you're going through, you know, you basically just suck it up and get on with it. Yeah. You know, so a lot of guys, a lot of men, a lot of females, even from, from a very young age, don't have that avenue they don't have the opportunity to 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 vent to speak to someone about it it's just like why are you moaning like yeah my friend get on with it like do you understand and we've me and rena we've spoken and we feel like a lot of black men in particular Mm -hmm. end up having issues later on in relationships because they don't have that opportunity they don't have that outlet Mm -hmm. to speak about their issues to discuss what's going on with them it's always just be a man, suck it up and get on with it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like um, me and you had the discussion um, the other day. I said to you, like, since my issue, since my incident, I've never spoken about it to anyone. Yeah. And I began to see some certain things when, when it came to trying to date other people because I'm not going to lie. I, I became extremely paranoid. Yeah, about yeah. Some certain things. Any little thing, my mind will race a million. I want like some certain everything that's happened in the past just starts popping up all of a sudden. Yeah, mm-hmm. do you understand? It's like you know, if anyone ever uses Windows, you got to click a button and then all these error messages start starts mm. popping up. It's like your mind just goes into auto mode. Like yeah. it's it's crazy, and the person you're seeing might not necessarily be doing anything but just that little your past experience you're a human being Mm -hmm. that little sign that little thing you've seen automatically just starts bringing what this person did what that Mm. person did and it's like it's not healthy would you say you're like that Rina coming out of your situation um I'm definitely more observant and I'm definitely Mm -hmm. less tolerant you can say that again (laughs) Oh my god! <laughs> you can say that again. I've witnessed yeah. that for myself. In fact, I have a song for her. She has an ice box where her heart used to be. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, now I've definitely lie. noticed you're a lot less. Yeah, your tolerance level is yeah not the best. But it has come from you know be going through certain things and when you get to a certain age as well your standards are of a certain level your morals are a certain level mm-hmm. and whoever has is coming into your life has to come correct mm-hmm. it is that simple they have to come correct because history can't be repeating itself absolutely i i agree and i think like you said when you get to a to a certain stage you know what you want you know where you're heading you know what you've got to offer you don't have time for anyone to be playing some silly games. For example, like recently I was getting to know someone and we were chilling at my place one day and I don't know why something just prompted me to just ring her phone while she was next to me. And she saved my name as Portia. Ah, oh, but bit. That's it. So she's got a man straight. Sorry? She so, said her name was what? Portia. And then she, she turned around and said, you know, it was a mistake now. Do you know what? It could have genuinely been a mistake. But you know what? Because it was I a new thought, number. Which... It, it, was a new, it was my new number. So it could have genuinely been a mistake. What do you mean? What's that, that excuse? It. It's your new number. What's that mean? But for me, yeah, you're right. But for me, that was, that was like, so that was the... Like, your bags. <laughs> that was the Holy <laughs> Spirit, mate. Seriously. No, because you know no. what? I always... We always talk about women's intuition. That's a mal- That's an intuition, what you just had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And that's come from them error messages, like you said, popping up. Because it's like, oh, let me just see what's really going yeah, on here. It's like, you know, when I see, call me old school, yeah. But if me and you are talking on a level that, okay, this is what we want and this is where we're heading. Like communication for me is a massive thing. It's mm-hmm. yeah. a big thing. Mm-hmm. But when someone is comfortable to go a few days without talking to you or hearing from you, mm. for me, that that's a red flag. Right. Do you understand? And it was just so random for her to just call me that morning and say, oh, are you at home? I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. I'm coming over. All right, cool. I was like, I haven't spoken to you in like two, three days. And you've just turned up in my house. Okay, I'm, I'm happy you're here. Do you understand? But I don't know, something was just like... Yeah, something's not right in oh, the water. Yeah. And when I called that phone, I was like, wow, Isaac, Borsha. <laughs> Where's the correlation? How? No. You know, and she no. said, oh no, she was like, oh no, 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 baby, it was, it's, a, it's a mistake, it's a mistake. Do you know, even if it was, but for me, that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Madame. Pack your bag, take your makeup, take off my shirt, Odabo. Oh, wow. <laughs> Getting oh, the details yeah, there. We, we ain't going to skip that part. Makeup and shirt. Okay. <laughs> I beg, free that one. <laughs> so we, we had a few um, red flags that we read out. What would you say are some red flags that men do, need to look out for? Do you know what the thing is, yeah? It's so difficult for a guy to pick out red flags when it comes to women because women like as in some of them deserve Oscars I'm telling you like you know my dad always used to say something that if you want to know if something's happening between a man and a woman and they're both in the room watch the man's reaction you can never tell but you can never tell from the woman wow and it's so true Mm. like so some women will be in the room with their husband's best friend. You would never know anything's going on. And the two of them are shagging each other till kingdom come. <laughs> but the thing is, with you can sort of tell from the guy's body language because guys can be very territorial as well. Like, if I'm having something with a lady and I'm seeing the next man hovering around, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, yeah, step like do you know, do you, it's a macho thing. Yeah, but but what about with with a woman? Still, she'll just sit there like nothing is happening. Oh no! So oh, no. it's 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 really difficult. Yeah, but the telltale signs are there. Especially there are some women out there who think they are smarter than the others. Mm. Who think ah, I'm so smart? I'm so smart. I know how to clean my tracks. Really, you know. But you're telling me you know how to clean your tracks, and you think you're smart. <laughs> exactly because if you had didn't have tracks to clean you wouldn't be saying that right like, do you understand mm-hmm. so that there are some you know little little telltale signs as well. and the thing is when you've been speaking to someone you're getting to know someone and you guys have been spending time together there's some certain characteristics you pick up on mm. and when you start noticing that you know all of a sudden this person starts changing for me one thing i noticed with my ex was Things that I used to do and things that I used to say that you should laugh about became annoying. For me, that's a red flag. Yeah. Do you understand? Things that didn't mean anything before, all of a sudden you start picking up on, I've, but I've, I've always been doing this. Yeah. Why is it an issue now? Before, if I woke up uh, behind there and, you know, 
tap her from the back or tickle her from the back. You know what? How guys do when you just, mm. you know, just having a jokey, jokey time with you. Before, it would be a thing about she would try and do it back to me. We would, you know, laugh about it or maybe even chase each other around the, around the living room to her flipping out. And I'm like, ah, what happened? What did we carry? What did we throw? <laughs> mm-hmm. As in, can I make like, what's... Yeah. Like, and then... But then as guys, even... For females as well, when you're in love with someone, you overlook so many things. So many. Mm-hmm. You over like people from outside can see it, and they're telling you, you're like, please. I think. Mm. There's, even though you yourself know that there's some, something's not quite right, something is changing because you're seeing these characteristics, you're seeing these different changes in your partner, but then you still hope for the best. It's just like. At the end of the day, every relationship goes through, you know, rocky grounds. Yeah. And everyone prays and hopes to, you know, to work things out. But there's some certain things that when you get that feeling that, nah, this is, this is done. Like, go with your intuition. But is there anything that you would say is a no-no from you? If you saw some type of behavior that a woman was exhibiting... Would you say red flag? No. Every woman's different. And every guy is different. What I might find annoying, another guy might find him cute. So it's hard again to say, oh, if she does this particular thing. But not necessarily behaviors or character. I'm not talking about like characteristics mm-hmm. or things that you may not find attractive or like. But I'm saying something major that for example we said financially if a man doesn't have a stable income or if he doesn't have respect for females around him things like that i think one thing for me is her focus on social media i think okay so that's a red flag for you that could be a very big red flag if she's someone who's always you know reading up or following all these so-called social media celebrities and you know, what they say is gospel. I'm sorry, the likes of all these Tokemakiwa and whatnot, they, a majority of them don't have good things to say about men most of the time. Very, very rarely. Okay, and but they might be talking from their experiences. Absolutely. But then, don't forget, these people as well, they're not saints. So you're, he- mm-hmm. you're only hearing from one side. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? You're not hearing from the guy's point of view. You're only he- hearing from their point of view and majority of the time they would make themselves look the victim so from what so what i'm interpreting from what you're saying is a red flag would be for you if a, if a woman was easily influenced absolutely okay. absolutely i think that is a very very big thing trust because trust me there's nothing worse than someone who is constantly like um comparing you rather to what she's seen on social media but I think from a female perspective it's the same thing as well Yeah, you need someone that has their own mind definitely Definitely. it it goes both ways but unfortunately in this day and age it stems from you know trying to get the attention of of a woman and I've noticed that a lot of guys now to a certain extent the tables have, have, have flipped a lot of my female friends now are they doing amazing things in terms mm-hmm. of their career and mm-hmm, I respect mm-hmm. that on the flip side guys are just like oh listen I just got a hustle man I just got to make that money any which way 
but it's not like they've just decided to get to that you know to get to that mindset them two have seen what all this social media is causing do you understand and I know someone who's gone from working as a cleaner in a station to he's just doing ACs now do you understand because he's trying to keep up with a particular type of lifestyle and sorry what's ACs am I being old school oh okay sorry (laughs) (laughs) wow wow right (laughs) and it was an influence from you know from 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 his missus but see this is the thing right everyone needs to just find who is that they can you find who is on your level does that Mm -hmm. make sense do you know the thing is it's it's all well and good to say that, but trust me, you you meet some people that you meet them, you think they're on the level. My ex used to try and influence me to, to do that shit. Like, she used them. That's oh, a red flag. You know, UK, you know, there's a lot of jibos in UK. You can just, you know, meet them and do... And I used to think to myself, all in the name of, oh, yeah, people Lifestyle. say, I'm like this, if I have their kind of money, yeah, 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 shut up. Like, do you think, like, what is this? But you know what? Don't get me wrong. For me saying that, you know, meet someone on your level, I'm not saying that, you know, um, people that I've sent to the devil, because obviously I, I'm coming from my own situation. So I know I, at some point shit was in my eyes. Yeah. I've told Pete, I've already said it on another episode, wearing dark tint glasses throughout the whole relationship. So, but at the end of though, when you're in a relationship and you love someone, you're, it's not even dark tint, it's complete, it's pitch black. Yeah. Like total eclipse. Yeah. You ain't, you, there's so many things that in your face, but you just don't see it. Yeah. It's not like you don't see it, you choose not to not see to. it. Mm. Yeah. But you know, I think the hard thing is, especially the situation that me and Isaac have been through in our situations, is that, I can't speak for Isaac, but I know for myself, my tolerance level is minus, in the minus. Mm-hmm. So but- now, and, and no human being is without fault. Now, the last person that I was seeing, What? I, do you know what? I saw it as, okay, cool. You're a human being. I'm a human being. Everyone deserves a second chance. But I made it very clear. You get one more chance. After that, cut. And you blew your second chance. And I cut. You got blocks on every device. Oh, she cut, cut. Block, block, <laughs> block. Literally, wow. you went to read message and I've disappeared. Non-existent like I was never there and guess what it's like he was never there as well and I can do that do you know why because at the end of the day if whatever you, you whatever you tolerate in the early stages that person will absolutely I, I, so you have I to set agree. the precedent from the beginning and if you respect me you will not do that rubbish my mum always says listen like I've got two younger sisters and my mum always says to them if a man if a man slaps you once no matter how much of a good guy he is, the moment you allow that, that that's it. Mm-hmm. So there are some things as male, as female, that you have to guide against from the get-go. Like, I remember meeting someone and she said to me she would deliberately act a fool, deliberately act a certain way, do some certain things just to see how the guy would react. And that's how she would handle that relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, you should back up on the wrong person. Because you'll act before and there'll be one that will spin your head in another direction. Do you understand? But it's like, it's, 
it's crazy how everyone's mentality and everyone's um, uh, approach to relationships like differs. Do you understand? Like, like you rightly said, tolerance level. I think before, I'm the type of person that I like to give multiple chances. Um, I like to give people benefit of a doubt. Like I was saying, to, like I was saying Are to you, used to you see me? I only have patience now for kids and I was old to, people. In between that, I don't have it. I was saying to you yesterday that a lot of the things I found out about my ex fiance I knew for over a year. Mm-hmm. And I kept quiet. Not because I was stupid, but because I was, number one, gathering evidence. But at the same time, for me, it was a 50-50 thing. I would not go and badmouth my partner to anybody mm-hmm. simply because... You never know what the future holds. Mm-hmm. We might Until you're around. done, there's no yeah. point. Because they're going to ne- hold that against that person. And Absolutely. You never yeah. know what the future is. Because if me and her decided to work things out, and then I've already gone and bad mm-hmm. that to everyone, mm-hmm. they're going to be looking at... I'm going to be looking like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, after everything she's done. Like And forget what you look like, because you might not even care what people see as long as you're with whoever you're with and you're mm-hmm. happy. But at the same time, they're not going to be able to let go of what Some that person has abs- Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But... Like I said, it gets to a certain point when, when everyone just unleashes. Like, for me, when I started getting calls and messages from her family insulting me, and I'm like, are, are, are you guys nuts? Do you have any idea what your, what your daughter, mm-hmm. what your sister's been up to? That's when you unleash the evidence. And that was when I decided, you know what? That's when I decided, you know what? That's it. Enough is enough. If we're going to end it let's go out with a bang in it yeah all guns <laughs> amazing <laughs> yeah our very own s <laughs> she goes out with all guns blazing every <laughs> like, time listen, i bought i brought out to. the the ammo tank the scots missile mm-hmm. the you know like and i was like listen okay i've had enough her brothers were like no way I'm like, yes, wait, I have evidence. Mm-hmm. These are very, very big uh, allegations. Mm. These are very big allegations. Okay, proof one, two, three, four, and I just send the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And all her sisters that you know were insulting me, telling me how my own family, my parents were inhumane for treating her as such. I'm like, are you mad? Hmm. What did she want that my family didn't do for her? My what brother. is it that your own, her, her own parents haven't done for her that my family would have to do for her when her parents are alive? To be honest, like, obviously, again, I say family is a very, very big importance. Like, you need to look at your partner's background. <laughs> like, it's such a big thing. And I think for me, well, for most of us out there, we, we tend to overlook... It's very important. How important that thing is. Yeah, where they're coming from. I think that was one and, of our... Mm-hmm. our and I think for me, mm-hmm. again, coming from a big family, I have obviously two older brothers, one older adopted brother, uh, one younger brother, two younger sisters, a whole bunch of cousins. And majority of us are male. There's like very few, you know, females um, in, the, in the family. Now, everyone is always, you know, there to do something. Do you understand? If we're not helping my mom, we're helping my dad, or we're helping this person's parents, we're helping that person's parents. So it was always a collect, uh, collective effort. Mm-hmm. 
So to be in a family, to come into a family whereby I would be, you know, sort of, I don't want to say top guy, but I would be like the... the One of the go-to members. One of the go-to members of, of that family. It was a big thing for me. It was, it was like taking on a whole new responsibility. Mm-hmm. And as a man, obviously, yeah, they say when you marry a woman, you marry her family, mm-hmm. which I absolutely have no problem with. Mm-hmm. And looking after her parents, her parents became my parents, mm-hmm. and I had to look after them as well. That wasn't an issue. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? But then when it now becomes like mandatory like you're, you have to do it listen don't tell me what I have to do you I know live what, and die that's it I know what I need to do mm-hmm. do you understand like it was it became quite choking because any little thing eh, eh there's no petrol in the j- you have other sons I'm sorry with all due respect but do you feel like they started responding to you that way because of what you allowed in the beginning. No. Because I'm a great believer. Let me tell you why. I'm a great believer in is what we said is in the big earlier on is you set precedence for what you tolerate. Mm-hmm. I had a relative that my brother put me in contact with and said, oh, because a lot of my brothers are in America, in Nigeria, there's mm-hmm. no one here in terms of siblings. And they put me in contact with like one of my cousins and said, oh, you know, get in contact with him. Um, so you've got someone from your dad's side of the family you can speak to, this mm-hmm. and that. And within the first, I think I told you about this, within the first week of him being introduced to me, yeah, yeah, he, told me. he asked me to buy him a £500 laptop. Now, this was years <laughs> ago when laptops were <gasps> expensive. And I said, I don't even think I had a laptop at that time. I think I had a desktop. And I was like, I should buy you a what? And he's older than me. He's he's my big cousin. And do you know what I did? Block, block, block. Because yeah, if yeah. I had allowed you yeah. from that get-go, first to be laptop, then you tell me to stop paying your house rent. Because I didn't understand that. So it's what you tolerate. I've not had any relatives, I'll tell you from now, any relatives that can call me and say to me, can you send me money? Not because that I can't. I don't allow that. I don't give you space for you no. to even ask me that. Because under- you're going to make Because a this is not a respect thing. And I think sometimes people take respect and they take advantage. Yeah. Take your kindness for weakness and use culture and whatever as an excuse to come and abuse. That's abuse. Financial abuse. Yeah. Big abuse. I, I understand what you're saying, but look at it this way. Your cousin is different to your partner's parents understood but your obligation is to your partner not their parents absolutely i'm sorry it's not their parents if you wasn't there they will find a way to survive and carry and live in that's my understanding if i've got to give i will give but it's not to the extent that you're going to put pressure on me i can't remember who what i think it might have been in yana iana is that her name is iana that auntie, whatever her name is, she's the one that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm bad with names. And I remember one of the episodes that of her programs that she aired, and it's something that stuck with me. And she said, "When it comes to giving, you give what you've got left over." Mm-hmm. And she gave an example of it's a cup. When the cup is full, even the Bible says the cup runneth over. Mm-hmm. The bad that runneth over, that is spilling, you can have that one. 
the one that's inside the cup is my own. Mm-hmm. So if my cup's not full, what have I got, what to, have I got to give you? And some of these people don't take into consideration you've got a, your own family to look after. Yeah. That they're coming to take out your, your, your children's mouth out of your mouth to give to them. Are you all right? Would so would you say issue. that your ex was financially abusive? Absolutely. 125,000 times percent. <laughs> Right. That one's more than abuse. That's financial because, rape. Do you know what, dear? Because the, the fact is, hmm. I remember if I was if I said to her, okay, I'm going to send you so so amount. If I took five pounds from that, all hell would break loose. Nah. As in, she would get so upset. Nah. What color is brighter than red, please? Hmm. Because that's the flag she was showing you from day. You're making noise over what? But but this is what I'm saying. It wasn't like it, it. It didn't start out like that. If it started out like that, right, right. No, uh. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, I'm not stupid. Yeah. Do you understand? That's why I was saying to you um, the other time. Like, she deserves an Oscar, Grammy, all the awards. They should just give it to her because she, she was pretending played, to be someone she else. She played that good girl so well. This girl will be on my on the phone to to my dad for two two hours. Mm. As in. My, to my dad, she could do no wrong. I was the one who was getting cold feet. I was the one who was running away from responsibilities. I was the one as if she could do no wrong. Mm. And you know what? Till today, my dad still hasn't said to me, do you know what? You were right to see some certain things and, you know, say you wanted to hold things back. Because after we did the traditional, we were meant to go back. We did the traditional in November 2016. And we were meant to go back February 2017 for the white wedding, but then I called it off. I was like, nah, something's not right. And I'm, the vibes I'm getting from this girl, it's not quite, it's not quite right. Hmm. And my parents went flip more than me. Mm-mm. Like, I'm the one that's, you know, trying to, you know, ruin the family name I'm the black sheep of the family I'm the one that's trying to run away from responsibilities this and that you know all the people that you know we've already invited that, come, that bought their tickets to come to Nigeria with us and all of that and I'm just like is that what matters right now if I'm saying to you something is not right mm. something is not I'm the one that's in the relationship with this person not you mm-hmm. you only know the sweet side to her the, the calls and the this and the that and then when she flipped and started showing her true colours, even my dad was like, "Ah, uh-uh. She showed her whole ass. <laughs> my dad was like, no, this can't be the same person. Mm. Do you understand? And till today, I still haven't had any apologies from mine. We, we know that's never going to come. I was going to say, <laughs> don't hold your breath on that one. Because African parents don't know how to apologise. No, they don't have to apologise. I remember, sorry, just talking about African parents not apologising. When I was younger, much younger, I was, this is when they used to have the one one day bus pass. Mm-hmm. And my mum, it was like a pound for a kid's bus pass. My mum, may I so rest in peace. She bought a bus pass for me and we were about to get on the bus. Mm. But she had the bus pass and she obviously thought she gave it to me. So she was like, oh, where's the bus pass so we can show the driver? I said, I haven't got it, you've got it. And she was like, no, I gave it to you. I said, I haven't got you going out of anger. She slapped me like, oh, now I'm going to have to pay. Mm-hmm. So she paid the pound for me to get on the bus. However, maybe it was 40p to get on the bus. Sat on the bus now. Me, I'm there crying my eyes out because I just got in trouble for losing a bus pass that wasn't even given to me. Mm-hmm. And then she's going through her bag and then she finds it. 
And she looks at me. And do you know what she turned around and said to me? Do you want biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> that was you know her what? sorry. That sounds so familiar. I will be listening to podcasts. <laughs> and three shots of tequila, shout out to them. Taser Black, who's also Nigerian heritage. Similar situation that he went... Something similar I heard him talk about with his dad. And then after his dad finished lacing him, dash licks oh. in his ass, come and bribe him with, I think, chocolate or McDonald's or something. Yeah, yeah. Ah! Yeah, that's that's what parents for you. Funny thing is, just uh, uh, earlier this year, you know, going back to the whole difference with, you know, how... You know, male and female are brought up within the African uh, African society. Just, uh, I think it was this was what, just before my mom's birthday, we were at church. These two kids were playing. Both of them, a boy and a girl. Both of them can't be no more than what two years old, three years old, and they were both running. They both fell. The whole con- the whole congregation that was outside, ran towards the girl, and picked her up and was petting her. Bye-bye. Just one man, the dad, walks to the boy, picked him up by a man, a man, be strong, you know, don't need to cry. <laughs> oh, no. And that just goes to show how, you know, a man who's brought up in, especially in that African mentality, like no matter what happens, get up. Brush yourself up and keep it moving. And yeah. keep it moving. And it's it was just so amazing to see. And I think for me, that was when I started realizing some certain things and then be like alright cool do you know what I need to vent I need to speak to someone mm. and that's well, luckily a friend of mine um, she's, a, she's a therapist so I was like you know sitting down and just having a few conversations with her and it's amazing how you re- like how you realize things you don't think of affect you subconsciously 100% 100% mm-hmm. your like, foundation set from when you were a child it affects you so cautiously and you don't you don't realize it yeah and it's it's bad to say but then you you sort of project that onto other people mm. and it can affect you in anything from you know a a mutual friendship to a business relationship to mm-hmm. even so anything yeah into to anything i had people who wanted to go into business with me and i was like nah it wasn't because I don't want to go into business with them, but I just, I've just had so many bad experiences experiences yeah. with people from everything from, you know, business-wise to relationship-wise to friendship-wise. It just, I've just been like, nah, I, I, no. It gets to a stage, though, where you realise as an adult that, you know, it's not that you can't meet new people. It's just knowing the difference between people that are there for a lifetime people that are seasonal and not getting them mixed up Mm -hmm. and i've said it so many times i find it hard at this age making new friends because i'm too paranoid on trying to get to know someone who you are what you're gonna do what what you're about you're gonna stab Mm -hmm. in the back i haven't got the energy for it i most of my close friends i've known them from school 20 years and above Mm -hmm. I've known most of my close friends I've got friends that I've met after Mm -hmm. but they're ones that I've studied like I I know you know you now do you understand I know you there's certain friends like one of my other close friends I might not say her name (laughs) she might not be sure saying her name but I've met her up because her daughter and my daughter Mm -hmm. are friends and that's how we met 
and through talking and you know we, we became closer and closer and she's been there in some of my hardest times do you understand so sometimes it's about gauging people and there's other people that you know we've been friends but you was only in my life for a reason and a season mm -hmm. and then you've come out mm -hmm. but it's not to say there's any animosity there it's okay Absolutely. if i see you oh hello how are you what's going on but we just don't have that close connection how i have with my other girls and i feel like with my girls they know me they like we have you know me know me if you've done something i could tell you about it so well i don't like the way you've done this and you're not going to get offended whereas with someone i don't know very well and i say something to you it's a problem yeah no definitely mm -hmm. i i totally I, I totally agree with what you're saying and understand where you're coming from um from my past experience as well uh take my recording studio for for example like i had a set of guys that I would give them the keys to the studio mm. to to go and record. They would charge people to come and work in the studio. I would, I would not collect a single penny from them. Now, fast forward around November 2016, my studio was robbed. Now, 100% it was an inside job because where my studio was, you wouldn't oh, know, know yeah. there's a studio you there would unless never you've know. actually been there. Yeah. So even when the police came, police was like, listen, mate, I'll tell you this, it's one or two, it's one or two things. I was like, what? It's either you're trying to do an insurance, insurance scam or someone you or know. Mm. This is an inside job. I'm like, you need, don't you need insurance to do insurance scam? That's the point, isn't it? The guy was like, listen, I'll tell you this, man. This is an inside job. Because your studio... Because even when they came, they, they didn't walked know where to past go. the building. Mm. They drove all the way up to, yeah. to, to the end. It was a dead end. They came back. They saw a church building. Like, they were trying to look at where, where I was. You would have to know it's there. <laughs> Do you understand? 100%. It was, um, like, another, a random church member, because there's another church um, inside our building. He was the one, and I told him, oh, you yeah, know, the studio's in this building at the top. Even when you get to the top, you still have to go around the corner and go up the stairs again. So it's like, it's not, it's not something you would know. Yeah, 100% so. But fact of the matter is, the people I thought would be like, Okay, I said, cool. You know, you've you've been there for us. You've helped us. The people I took as brothers, thinking, yeah, all right, these guys, I took them as family. They they were the ones that were making things worse. They were the ones driving that dagger in even further. Like, and the people I thought would be kicking, effing, and blinding, the people who'd paid for sessions, paid for projects and whatnot, they were the ones who were like, listen, Isaac, don't worry about it. What's our next move? Like, it's happened. Cool, but. What's, what's the next step? Mm. What's, this is why they say doing? it takes you being in a situation to know who's real and who mm -hmm. is Absolutely. Absolutely. It takes, man, I'm telling you, being there, done that. It takes a hard situation to come up for you to know who's real and who isn't. And that's the reason I don't have that energy to be trying to see I don't, who I don't, I, I'm sorry. I, as it is now, they, everybody says as you become a loner, I don't have friends. I, I have Family, mm. do you understand? There's some certain people I, I classify as family. Mm. Most people I meet now, I meet at a distance, and not because I'm trying to, not because I feel like I'm better than everyone else. Far from it. But I've just had too many experiences. Like I'm getting old for this. Yeah, yeah, no, it comes with maturity as well. To be honest, me, I'm just antisocial anyway. We know. Yeah. <laughs> very when i say antisocial i mean i can talk to anyone i haven't got a problem mm -hmm. but i am i like Stop my space absolutely yeah absolutely i like my space look 
I enjoy good music. I like drinks. I like to make my cocktails. We know. Mm-hmm. You've experienced that. <laughs> yeah. That's the reason we're recording our pod a day later. Yeah, this is part two. We would hear. We this attempted time yesterday to record yesterday. Yeah, it didn't quite go to yeah. plan. He knocked us out with his. I don't even know the name of that cocktail, but yeah. It was a gin gimlet. A who who? Gin gimlet. Yeah, what he said. Yeah, that sent me woo woo. <laughs> It wasn't that bad. I was not even that strong. Maybe Come we're on. just lightweight. So we're getting old. I don't know. My body's doing re- some type of reaction to alcohol at the moment. But the thing is, for me, like I still like to enjoy myself. So I'm in the comfort of my own space, mm-hmm. I make sure that I'm able to do those things. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Like you, I rarely go out. Like I don't even have time for someone to be stepping on my shoes because I have a sh- I've these days I have noticed that I'm getting short. My fuse is getting short. I'm short. <laughs> <laughs> And I get dressed, wear my nice shoes. Someone will not come and step on step on my toes with stiletto. Are you okay? <laughs> well, to be fair, no one's really going anywhere now. It's still Corona season. You would be surprised. It's easing up. It's easing up. You would be surprised. Oh, it's more house stuff and like private yeah. parties. No venues yeah, are no, open like even, that. Even the venues. Venues are open now. Like, are they? Yeah. Anyway, I'm not on that scene. I retired a long time ago. <laughs> But with regards, like we were saying to, um, earlier on, with regards to, to, to flags, I think definitely whether it's it's a business relationship or it's a um, romantic any relationship. Ship. Any, any ship. It's even important. If it's, you know even what? if it's an entanglement ship. <laughs> it's, it's important and it's so good you said that because people always seem to base that around relationships only. Nah, it's not just relationships. You can have it me, red flags in family. I'm sorry. Absolutely. You can have it in family. Absolutely. You can have it in friendships. If you get to you get to know someone or if you're in a friendship and one person is always giving, giving, one person is always mm-hmm. taking, taking, mm-hmm. you need, it's any sort of relationship. It has to be balance in everything. You've always got to find balance. Absolutely. It has to be balanced in everything and I think that's where with, with my ex, that's when I started realising that, okay, something's not right here because everything I wanted to do in order to better myself as a man if I'm telling you okay I want to do this course and I want to do that course and I want to pay for this and I, I would expect you to support me in that and support comes in so many different ways right. do you understand if I say to you okay well look babe you know I'm trying to do this but this is what I've got coming in and then you're telling me well you know why should that affect the money I'm sending you that's a red flag huh. it's like as long as you're okay as long as you're fine that's it. Yourself out. My, mm-hmm. what I need to do, like I, well, you deal with it in it. So I ended up putting a lot of things that I wanted to do on the back burner just mm. to make sure she was happy, and it was one-sided. Mm-hmm. And when a relationship is one-sided, like you shouldn't have to fight for your partner's attention. Mm. I always say my ex used to run me. He used to say, "Oh, Serena, you want to live in a fairy tale?" I said, "Yeah, my life needs to be a fairy tale." Do you know, what? it's not. Let me. It's I don't need to. I don't tale. do stress and all of that rubbish. If anything's becoming difficult, it's because there's too much on one side and not enough on Absolutely. the other. Absolutely, I think so that is therefore, the biggest this thing. tension. There's an issue here that needs to be resolved. If it's not being resolved, then it's bringing negativity on all of this. Me, I don't mm-hmm. like that. I'm allergic to it. So it's either we rectify it or we need to lock off. Simple. I, absolutely, I think definitely. It, there always has to be a balance in a relationship, especially you know between you and your partner. When it's becoming lopsided, and it's like one person is trying to fight to a neck for the other person to to stay. I said something one day, and I said I said this to someone, and they they took offence to it. 
like stay with me because you want to stay with me not because I'm making you stay with me mm. do you understand like I shouldn't be we all know that yes every now and then it's nice to convince and you know prove to your woman why she, you know, she should stay with you and it goes both ways but should I constantly have to be doing that heck no if I'm constantly convincing you or giving you a reason why we should be together there's a problem yeah yeah, you're that, right. That's a, that's a big red flag. And that was something I realized that I did a lot with my ex. And eventually, well, she was, the, she was the one sliding to other guys' DMs on Instagram. But that's talk for another day. Oh, dear. Yeah. But, guys, we hope you've definitely... This is just part one. <laughs> <laughs> we hope definitely that, you know some of you can relate to this this topic of red flags whether it's from a male's perspective or a female's and we just hope yeah everyone is sensible and we use intelligence not every time your heart use your head and your brain <laughs> to see someone and when you're when you're getting you know this intuitions like that is sometimes god's way of you know giving you warning, warning. signs mm-hmm. yeah and one thing I want to say as well is to, you know, a lot of guys out there, you don't have to be macho. Like, it's okay to talk about things. Yeah. It's okay to vent. It's okay to, you know, go and see a psychiatrist or go and see a therapist. Like, trust me, since I've started doing that, it's, I feel hell of a lot better. Because since, what, 2017, 2018, I had so much bottled up inside we know so you can imagine two every years every time he comes here he'll say i need a drink i said hey you have to carry you to and do you have to be you head. have to be you have to be extremely <laughs> careful because things like that this is this is it where, can lead to yeah we were worried to, about you genuinely I'm, I'm, worried but, about you know you. Thank, thankfully i'm someone who sort of kind of tries my best to control myself but yeah it, it, it nearly got to that point i'm not even going to lie there was a time i knocked out on yemi's chair for like what three days yeah no Lie. honestly three days he did seriously and like on this on the couch. yeah and mr man will go to work and come back ah, ah, isaac yes do it yeah and, and he would always be like he would he was worried that he would be like but it's funny when my okay? situation kicked off it's here that i came as well so yeah. this is just the spot to, and mine was around the same mine was what july 2017 yeah actually i remember your one i came and stayed at yours the first night yeah i don't know if you remember i came and stayed at yours the first night and i, and I had to i called in sick to work because i was so worried even though you seemed okay I was worried, like, no, nah, this situation isn't right. I didn't want to leave you. So I was like, I had to, I so called it sick. It, and then I was like, please carry on, let's go. <laughs> You're not saying that. That's, that's the thing. It's like, sometimes you, you, you know, like I said, dust, you dust yourself up and you, you want to get on with it. But then, mm. trust me, in your head, it is, you're battling with some serious demons. Yeah, yeah. And just having that, I think for me, being able to come in, having that safe haven, even though, like, yeah, I kind of knocked out and crashed out. <laughs> but just being here, having being yourself, around people, being around being people, around people being around because at that time I couldn't, to, I couldn't, mm. I couldn't talk to my parents. Yeah, do you understand? My brothers, they're not here. Mm. You know, one's in America, time zone difference. One's in Nigeria. He's you know busy with running his his business and whatnot. I can't want to talk to my younger brother. My my adopted brother, he's got his own family. Like mm. you know, he's got things he's dealing with as well. 
Do you understand? So it, literally, I had no one to talk to. But yeah, being able to to just have that avenue to to vent, to vent, and, and and just chill. It really, really helps when you actually have genuine people. Because trust me, not everyone's genuine. Mm. There's yeah. some people who are happy. You're going through what you're going through. Yeah, but they're not your people. Yeah. But then that's the thing. It's like some of these people are they frenemies, isn't it? Like you know they. I don't have those. No, that's the that's what I was gonna say. Because when people start cussing their enemies, I'm telling you now. I can tell you now. I don't have those. Well, I don't have them anymore, but I used to. Yeah, that's it. You have to know. That's what I mean. When I hear people saying about cussing their enemies, and I'm like, I don't have any. Yeah. I do not have any. For if me you to don't, ha- if you have an issue with me, that's your problem. I don't know about it because I, I'm not in that vicinity know, with you. Circle, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But you still, you still have to be, especially you. You would be surprised, especially with females. They have a lot. Of, yeah, yeah, bitch, good, your sis ever, but then they're insulting the the poor girl behind closed doors. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. You know, it's been it's been fun. It has. We'll yeah, get talking you back to again soon. talking to you guys. Like I said, this is this is part one. We've just brushed the surface. Maybe next time we'll go deep. Actually, there'll no, be other not. subjects. We kind of got yes, went off not. on a tangent a bit, but definitely, it's good to have a male perspective of experiences that you've been through, very similar to what I've experienced as well. So I can relate on a, a lot of things also. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that when you've... I've heard, obviously, a lot more depth. Obviously, Yemi has heard a lot more depth of mm-hmm. the background of the situation. And it was shocking. My jaw is on the floor. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I'm thinking, you know, people are out there, this common chant of men are trash, men are trash. Some women. They ah, say, oh, they've been liner. Demons. <laughs> Do you understand? The men's the hmm. rubbish and some of the women... It's like, What? dread just dread and i'm just thinking do you know what we have to say another side because we're definitely not one-sided absolutely i mean men and women everybody has the good and bad attributes of course do you understand mm-hmm. and it's it's not they say men men are trash men are trash that's what's common but trust me ah some women she's so she's so <laughs> thank you guys for listening don't forget to hit us up on our social media our Insta, Made in 97 Pod. Twitter, Made in 97 Pod. And our email, Made in 97 Pod at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. See you in our next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.